The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, your home for the best in fantasy football recommendations, strategy, and buds. Now, Justin, correct me if I'm wrong, because um, I know very little about fantasy football, but would you say that uh, the best choice for a quarterback would be a football unicorn? Uh, What the fuck? Can we not go... What does so, that even mean, Travis? Like a like a unicorn that's been like genetically engineered to be good at football. Why? Okay, that there are so many problems. I don't even understand. Well, because it's because fa- it's fantasy football. That's the good figure because it's fantasy ah, football. Fuck. Oh, so fantasy. okay. There's fantasy creatures. You're saying could you have Bahamut as your tight end? Yeah, is your for example? Yeah, that could probably would have been a better opening goof. Would it? be difficult to balance the sport should Ragnarok be your kicker. <laughs> That's possible, yes. Uh, I think that balance is always going to be your big your big problem with, with any fantasy league. Mm. Yeah, it's How true. do you separate the men from the boys, from, from the, the dragons, centaurs. from the chimera? But, but really, all, I mean, that is sort of the, the core tenet of the draft, isn't it? I mean, that's why the draft exists. It's so mm-hmm. you can't... It, even, you know, big spenders... Uh, like the like the you know the Middle Earth Myrmidons, they can't they can't just buy up all the good players. You know mm-hmm. you got to take right. turns to pick them like you do in a draft. Somebody's trying to outflank you by picking, let's say a Griffin. Yeah, you maybe have to sneak in there and get Maurice Jones Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the tricky. That is the tricky part. Maurice Jones Drew, by the way, is a ghost. We all know that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, well, which is why he's he can play in both leagues. He's the daywalker of of he, football. He is the daywalker. He is half ghost and half person. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you are you now, guys? Tell me about your your fantasy football teams this year. I actually uh, have one in the sweet release fantasy football league. Uh, my team is called Touchdown Abbey. Oh, that's good. That's good. Know, mine it's, is uh, it's pretty good. Mine is. Can you somehow share the logo? Because it's the greatest thing. I've ever seen. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I'll try to remember to put it in the in the forum. It's Maggie Maxwell. Smith being. It, it it is the the Dowager Countess being doused with uh, with Gatorade, like you do. You know how sometimes when you win a football game, they douse you with Gatorade, just yeah, to say like, like, "Good work, have this refreshment." It's basically please that, enjoy with, this refreshment with but with Maggie Smith. My team is called the Mario Lopez Dispenser. Uh, do you think? Do you think that uh, that's a very good team name? Do you think that thanks. there's ever one guy? who just finished a big ball game and maybe he has been running a lot and he's going to go get some Gatorade and just as he's about to get some, he's like, wait, no, wait, no, no, wait. Ah, Justin, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That happens once a game, I feel like. I feel like every game there's that one guy who's like, oh, sh- oh shit, what time is it? 
How much time is left oh, on the oh. clock? Do I have enough time to get in a... Ah, uh, man. And then you gotta uh, ring out the coach's jacket. Yeah. And, and you have to go over have... to the other team who lost and be like, hey, I don't mean to rub it in. I'm real thirsty. Can I have, can some, I that, can your... have some of that gate gate? Oh, you got Powerade? Oh, never mind. Oh, man, I'm switching teams. You guys got... You guys got high sear? You got ecto-coolers? Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. You guys just hand out Capri Suns? You got the lemon Twinkies? I'm switching teams. And as that you know, I do not I do not have a fancy uh, football team name uh, because I tested positive in the random drug testing. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have to ask Travis, I have to ask why you thought juicing. Uh-huh. Here's where I'm confused. You're not actually the one playing the sport. There's uh-huh. it's very low contact activity drafting. Well, I'll right. tell you what you are playing, Griffin. Okay. Mind games. Okay. Okay. And I'm I not sure. to take brain steroids. Okay. This, so this podcast back... is basically brain steroids because it makes mm-hmm. you so much smarter when you hear it. I That's tested because... positive for my brother, my brother, and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ashamed. I've been stripped of all my titles. Are you, he's on are, the bro. Did you hear you he's on the bro? This guy's bamming over here. Call the commish. Call the commish. This guy's bamming. He's too good at life. The life commish will <laughs> will shut you down if you're bamming. And they, and they discover it. So keep mm-hmm. it secret. Keep it safe. But do tell a friend. Uh, on this show, we take advice. And well, we, we give don't. it to you. Okay. We take That's advice. A twist. We bury it in the ground for three years. And it sprouts. Mm-hmm. It. We let the interest accrue on the advice in the smart bank. We put it in our brain we... wombs for nine mm-hmm. months. And then it gestates. And then it comes out of our mouths. Ew. Ew. <laughs> and then it consumes us. Mm-hmm. And thus continuing the cycle. Here's our first question. Brothers, I desperately need your help. For the past eight years, I have been heavily addicted to Diet Mountain Dew. I drink three liters a day. Whoa. Obviously, this is not a good thing. I've tried to quit in the past using other types of caffeine intake as a replacement, but I keep going back to that sweet, sweet dew. (laughs) I can't drink coffee, and other similar drinks taste gross to me. Any suggestions before my bones melt? That's from overdoing the dew. Here's the problem. And you know what the problem is. You are saying, this thing's killing me slowly, but God damn it, I love it. Like, I think you may be. I think you may Can be. I just say, if, if you love it so much, just drink it. Yeah. Do you really want to live a life without the dew? Listen, well, if it were bad for you, they wouldn't sell it, you guys. Okay. God, such a good point, Trav. I know. There's regulations for that. We have a little thing called the FDA. Yep. And if things are dangerous for you, they can't sell them. The Federal Dew Association. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, they're the ones that fucking took down my live wire. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks, FDA. You're the fucking worst. How am I supposed to get jized and play Halo? Um, They're also the ones that shut down Josta. Yeah. Well, that one was. That was a good call. That was too much. That was for the good of mankind. Mm -hmm. There's too much guarna. I vibrated so hard that I actually went through the mantle of the earth while drinking Shasta. <laughs> I actually don't. I whenever I make references to old energy drinks, I never know like what the threshold is for people. Yeah. Like if I say Jasta, are people going to be down with that? If I talk about Surge, yeah. are people going to be down with that? Man, mm-hmm. Surge was so good. Surge. But was the so question great. is like now, if you compare that to like a Red Bull or like a Monster Energy drink, would it oh my be God. like drinking water? Would it's it like, like Grandpa nothing? tea. It's like nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. I drank nothing. a Red Bull the other day, and three of my teeth melted in my mouth. Just melted right there in it. Never happened when I drank Surge. I only lost one tooth. <laughs> I think it, I, I mean, it, it's much like any addiction, right? Stop buying it. If yeah. you don't want to, if it, no one has ever thrust a Diet Mountain Dew in my hand and be like, 
hey, bro, swish it down. And I've been like, yes. All I right, you guys. Oh, can, I get a no, can I get a no urine guarantee? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm not drinking <laughs> this thing. Just and, don't buy it. And my advice to you is uh, just to quit cold turkey because if you allow yourself, you know, the occasional treat, you'll never stop. Like, because it'll just get you in the end, you know? I've known so many people, friends of ours, that have, like, smoked since they were, like, 15. And then they quit for, like, 10 years. And then one night out at a party, they're like, mm-hmm. well, I haven't had a cigarette in 10 years. I've earned it. And they have one. And pretty soon they're, like, two-pack-a-day smoker again. Sure. So yep. Mountain Dew is pretty much the same thing. But it's easier to quit Mountain Dew because, I mean, if you're a smoker, you probably associate with other people who are smoking. It's the easiest thing in the world to say, hey, Dylan, you know, peel me off one of those coffin nails and let me get down down the flavor highway yeah um it's a very another it's another thing to be like oh man that do looks refreshing let i'm gonna s- drink fucking three of those today <laughs> why don't you just why don't you just pass me that do and you can have and i don't know what you'll do about it but i don't i, I would just like to drink your do please you can't bum a do You've yeah. got to buy one. You can can't, I just get like a bottle cap of Dew? I just want the flavor. I if just need to taste it. If you're going out to a bar and you know you're going to party all night, you don't go out and buy a pack of Mountain Dew in advance so that you can enjoy it all night long. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Let me hit you with this. Maybe you replace your diet Mountain Dew with Mountain Dew. <laughs> Would that help? Would that help you around? And you drink more of it. You know what? I say go for the record. I don't know what the record is on drinking Mountain Dew in one day. But I feel like you've been training for it for eight years, and it's time to just go for it. Oh, yeah, man. That's it. Wait, Fucking that's make it. your kids smoke. Like, go for it. Smoke the whole pack. Drink all the Mountain Dew. Bring yourself out in one day. Or maybe go into a diabetic coma. Mm. But No, it's Diet Mountain Dew. He's going to be fine. He's either way, you're like, going to stop drinking Mountain Dew because you'll either be right. sick of it or dead. Or dead. You'll just be vibrating with whatever chemicals they put into it to get that that flavor. You know what? Uh, I, I have a great suggestion. There's a... Uh, there's a flavored vodka called Mountain Dude, D O O D, uh, that you can that you can get that is meant to taste like Mountain Dew. So maybe try that. Why are you giving out? Why are we? Maybe maybe switch that in and then drink like three liters of that a day. Mm-hmm. Drink like three liters of Mountain Dew maybe flavored toss vodka. Toss in some Boone's Farm into the mix. Maybe mm-hmm. you're you're really gonna love the way that treats you. Three liters of that a day, and you'll be right as rain, acid rain. You're gonna die. You could do what our friend Jason did and just wrestle a two-liter of Mountain Dew to the ground and mm-hmm. chug it and then throw up all over the place. Yeah. yeah, that happened once. Did, did, I mean, is it that bad? I yeah. drink a lot of yeah. coffee. It's, I, yes, it's Justin, super three bad. Three liters of anything a day is bad. Water? Yeah. Yes. You'll get water poisoning. I don't think you guys know how much liters are. Here's what's uh, crazy. If you, if a, this three, guy's... a three liters is one and a half, bo- uh, two-liter bottles of something in a day. You're like, gonna lose. That is from from waking up in the morning to going to bed at night. All you're doing is drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah, a hundred ounces of water. That is that is only a few ounces over the daily recommended amount of water. Yeah. Why do you think they recommend less than that? For God's sake. Yeah. I don't think there's a limit. Like if you drink over this much water, you're gonna be poisoned. There is in the wasteland. You guys are crazy. I just don't think it's that bad. Just I mean, maybe cut back. Here's the problem. You keep, you got to you got to roll it back slow because you're gonna lose a lot of bladder mass when you when you when you if if you go from three liters of Mountain Dew a day to zero liters of Mountain Dew a day, your bladder is gonna look like a floppy. It's gonna look like an elephant's ear in there, 
and you don't want mm-hmm. like you need to upkeep that. I think you roll it back to maybe two point five, and then two point twenty five, and then you you slowly back. You, do you see what I mean? And don't be concerned when your pee is no longer electric green. Mm-hmm. That's normal. It's not going to be I, as fun, but I want to just dip in here real quick and say that according to the Mayo Clinic, an adequate intake of water for men is three liters a day. So Justin. Justin. There's so, no place here for your science. Yeah. So that is the thing. I say swap out one liter for water and just see how it treats you. If you can get up to where you're – nobody's drinking enough water. That's fact. That's a fact. I don't – nobody does. If you drank all that Mountain Dew but with water, oh, man, you're going to feel good. You're going to have the advantage over everybody. Can I can I talk about real quick um, right now? I'm drinking tea, and I am not a tea drinker. I'm drinking wild berry zinger from Celestial Seasonings, mm-hmm. um, mostly because all of the like the past six words that I said just then were like among my favorite words ever. Um, but I'm drinking it right now because I'm so hungover, and literally no other substance sounds good to put in my body. Hmm. Interesting. That's a very personal story, Griffin. Thank you it's for very, sharing. I'm just very saying personal and. Unentertaining. Listen, story. no, listen. You don't understand what I'm saying to this gentleman. <laughs> Clearly, he should you get super drunk. You and get then he'll super never drunk, drink. and you'll never want to drink anything ever again except shitty celestial seasonings tea. You know what I like? I'm into that chai tea. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I like. This question is boring, and the answers are even more boring. Just stop drinking Mountain Dew. Just stop it. Look at me. Look in my eyes. Look in your podcast eyes. Do you want to ask? We can, we can shame you. Just stop it. You want to have a real addiction? Ray Charles quit heroin and smoking simultaneously. That's that's an addiction. Mm-hmm. You don't have an addiction. You have habits. Stop drinking it. Maybe Start doing it. heroin. Start doing hell. Yeah, listening to Ray Charles. You should be get, doing that anyways. Get that do, do off your back and get a monkey on your back. Get yourself a proper addiction like a grown-up. And You'll then spit. get a monkey and train him to slap the Mountain Dew out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Good. that's a See, that's a good suggestion. Griffin, can you give me a Yahoo? I can do that. I'm, I'm disgusted. Yeah, sure, sure. Myself. Um, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user, the Christ Punch. <laughs> Jacob! The Christ Puncher, who asks... We've had questions from the Christ Puncher before. Probably. How can I make horse not bited the cow? (laughs) Three days ago, horse named Derek bited the cow my dad have. (laughs) Three days ago, horse named Derek bited the cow my dad have. Then the cow, not tell nobody, have big problems. Infection. (laughs) The cow died. <laughs> Bad horse make to the cow died when he arbited him. How make horse stop biting things? <laughs> you know, there is it's it's such a common problem. Listen, cows, tell somebody. Yeah. When see this something, happens, you're the victim. See something, say something. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna turn you into ground beef. They're gonna believe you. You got mm-hmm. bited. Well, nobody wants to eat ground beef if it has big problems vis-a-vis infection. <laughs> FYI, um, when someone says they got bited, I assume that they got played a prank on by Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I don't think that that is a colloquialism. Have you seen himself. the latest I think season? It is. You got bited. Have you seen the latest season of Bided? He's back. 
He's back and he's, <laughs> he's better than ever. I saw him I pull want... a pull a fast one on Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nick Cannon was like, "What?" He was like, "Bited." Yeah. And just before he does the prank, he says, "I'm just biding my time." Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> it's mostly the show. It's weird. It's funny. He act- Biden puns. He says, right. "Biting my time" and not Biden. So it's like mm-hmm. almost a pun. It's weird. He, he and he's does. like chewing it's- a clock. It's like the fucking strangest thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah, it's no, re- it's good. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. It's produced by the same guy that said that, that "Who's Your Daddy," where mm-hmm. the girls try to figure out who their fathers are. So. It's got a good pedigree. Ugh. Um, so don't, don't uh, let your horse near your cow. Yeah, here's a yeah. If you can just run away, fucking separated. Yeah. Why do you have them in the same house? Cows live in houses. Oh yeah, cow houses, houses. Travis, what? Go away. We can't reduce. We can't reduce ourselves to portmanteau. Once we once we've retreated to the bastion of comedy via. Neologism, then I, I think we're pretty much sunk. Okay. Um, I am chastised. Well, you're, you're traptized. Ah! Can we put a ball and gag in this horse? <laughs> a hey, man in the Iron Mask style mm-hmm. horse mask. Do you, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Do you feel like this hasn't been very funny so far? What, this question or this episode? No, the episode. Yeah, no, I feel like we're episode. nailing it. Have you. Have you what do you, Griffin? What do you think has been like the funniest part? <laughs> what, uh, what, we talked about like... fantasy football, and we we all sort of brought out all of the Final Fantasy summons that we knew. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was probably the highlight for me. That, that was, was good pretty one. good. Justin, what's what your I favorite wa- part so far? What I wanted to do was remind people that there were some good things in there because I feel like they might be trying to get they might start to get way down with how we haven't said too many. Funny no, things, and so. you, I, you know, there probably are those people that you know they hold up the stopwatch. And they time it out it's, every time they giggle, they reset it, you know, just to mm-hmm. see, yeah. just to see if it will How many giggles 10, per minute? Yeah. If it maybe if it hits that 10 minute mark, maybe you go turn it off. Maybe you go listen to the new WTF. Like that's, I'm sure that that's, that's a thing that people are doing. And that's, you mm-hmm. know what? That's fine. I like the challenge. But I think there's probably an even larger number of people that simply haven't turned it off because both of their hands have the vacuum in it. So yeah. they figure, well, that's true. I'll just, I'm sure it's going to turn Now, let me just ask real quick. What kind of vacuum? What kind of broadsword vacuum are these people using that they need two hands to wield its mighty power? Uh, well, the Dust Slayer. Yeah. They're using they're using the Dyson. Oh, I see. Um, it's what, what one hand to sweep and the other hand to jerk off. <laughs> I was gonna say jerk off. <laughs> I was gonna say sweep. jerk off too. So, so they, we can all agree that there are people pizza. out there listening to our show jerking off and then vacuuming You're, up their jizz. This is a thing that's it, happening. They call it vacuuming it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They call They're it not, off. not vacuum off. Thanks, off. Travis. Okay. Thanks. What? Thanks. You guys. How Thanks. about another question? How about another Yahoo? That one wasn't. Yeah, let's, that one wasn't good. Let's try a different one. This one was, I found. It's by the Christ Puncher who asks Should NFL teams have to reserve a roster spot for a horse? <laughs> I think it is the least the NFL could do to honor the horse, and quite frankly, America. After all, they sing that song before each game. Why not have a horse on each team? Does the NFL hate America or something? Wow. Why is Christ Butcher so obsessed with horses? Why aren't you? Why are we? Fair enough. <laughs> More accurately. Uh, we love them. How... Wasn't there a movie in which like, a horse was like the kicker for a team or something? Am I making that up? It was a donkey named Gus. How do you know that? Because I love the work of... of uh... The fucking who's that 
Who's that son of a bitch from Andy Griffith? Don't help him. I'm not gonna uh, tell you. Not Don Adams, but the guy whose name is like Don Adams. Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Don McLean. No, he's got like a rubber face, mm-hmm. and he's like Andy? Don Draper. No, <laughs> Don Draper. I think it's Don Draper. No, it's, it's and it's not Don Adams. But Randy Griffith. Like Randy Griffith. Donald Glover. Is it Randy? Barney? Randy Griffith. He played Barney Fife. Yes, Tandy Griffith. <laughs> no, it's not Tandy Griffith. He played Barney Fife. Who played Barney Fife? Barney Griffith. Randy. I'm not gonna. Randy Candy gonna, Griffith. Sydney. Sydney's here. Who played Barney Fife? If I was a real quick aside, while Barney Justin is talking, Fife, getting a, phoning a friend, I'm just saying that if I was a male stripper, my name would be Randy Don Candy Griffith. Don Knotts, you motherfucking assholes! Sorry, you just got faced by my memory. You got bited. You Let's, just got bited because I remembered is Don Knotts. We got running backs, we got quarterbacks, halfbacks, fullbacks, wide receivers, tight ends, barebacks, safeties. Be- thank you. That that's the name. There you go. That's you got. And then you can probably swap out one of the running backs with a bareback. Here's mm-hmm. the question: Can the other running back mount the horse and ride it into the end zone? Because that horse has no other means to 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 carry the ball. You know. Yes. My, but the trick is, it also works in the reverse. The horse can jump is, on his back. My problem with football is there's no strategy. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that this will finally introduce a layer of strategy where. You know, do I get on the horse now? Is this the right moment? Is he yeah. going to buck me off? Is mm-hmm. this the right horse? <laughs> Is this the right horse for me? <laughs> will, the, will this horse and I find... Do I need to shop around? Should I check out other horses first? Will I... too early to make a commitment. Will we have a bond? Will somebody else in this team, do they have the potential to maybe have a stronger bond with this horse? <laughs> Is this oh, even right I for me? Oh, am I horse blocking someone? Yeah. You got to be careful. Am I... Is this even right for me to dominate one of God's creatures like this for transportation? Right. What will Peter think? How many horsepower is this horse? <laughs> the answer is always one. I don't what think horsepower does it have. I don't think that's true. I don't think every horse is created equal. I know that that's some major blaspheme to drop on this. The which is basically an equestrian podcast at this point. Um, at this point, it's basically an equestrian podcast. Yes. Um, I, I you know I think some are maybe half a horsepower. Maybe Can you imagine it. if you were a horse and you were less than one horsepower? Yeah, that's got to be like the most embarrassing thing. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, oh, this this uh, cart is just one horsepower to pull, so it should be a problem. Know. But you know, you got you're this. Inside your seven eighths horse, I bet like, you. I yeah, I'm gonna need help. I bet you, Sea Biscuits was like ten horsepower. Well, he had a heart the size of ten horse hearts. Right, he actually had ten horse hearts. That's why it was bulging out in the front. <laughs> it was this. It was grotesque. Why is that <laughs> horse so lumpy? It was like the final scene in terrible. Akira. He was just he was just coming it was out a of nightmare. His, yeah, it was it nightmare. Looked, it was terrible. It was like a a video game boss, just mm-hmm. hearts pulsating out of his stomach. Mm. And when it when he died, all of his hearts exploded at once and turned him inside out. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it was horrible. And hey, delicious. You guys and ever delicious. seen that movie? Uh, the the cell <laughs> when the horse gets the, the glass stuff drops on it and cuts it into like twenty pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying that's like a real bad way for a horse to go out that happened in a movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that's ever really happened before. The best way for a horse to die is to die peacefully in its bed at the ripe old age of 36, smoking a pipe, surrounded by all its great grand horses. 
<laughs> and he's had the 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 last rites mm-hmm. delivered to him by a horse preacher. What are, what's the option for defensive horse horses? Because it doesn't seem like it seems like you're going to get a lot of roughing the passer there. Because you mm-hmm. can't just tell a horse like, hey, he's already passed the ball. Don't go after him. I think that no kicking. I think that, or trampling is more what I'm concerned about. That's more of a horse's forte. Man, God help you if you drink the Gatorade before the horse gets there. <laughs> mm-hmm. They will be living. You have to just unscrew the top and let him get in there. Yeah. He's, he will Guys, get we fucked up. We dumped the oats on the coach. <laughs> Everybody look out. <laughs> These are my victory oats, and you dumped them on the coach. I was going to eat them afterwards. Can we? He's got oat fever. Get out of the way. Alternate rule set. Instead of having one spot reserved for the horse, I think that you don't have a special horse spot, but you do have the option to switch out as many of your human players for horse players as you see fit, which would be fun for, like, if you're the Denver Broncos, you could go with uh-huh. a very, very literal um, right. uh, rendition of that name. Um, and maybe you have an all-horse team versus an all-human team, and we finally fucking square that Settle out. This. You know, Guys, here's the thing, though. This has already been prepared for. Oh, yeah? The fucking Budweiser Clydesdales. Oh, Oh, shit. you're right. They've been out there playing ball for ages. They're like the Jackie Robinson of horses and football. And what's that? Who's, who's officiating the game? It's a zebra. Because he... <laughs> oh, man. Can you man. believe they still won't allow horses in the Hall of Fame? I know. Yeah, <sighs> it's just because they're not people, and they won't show up to the ceremonies, and they don't live long enough to go. And it doesn't That's mean anything about it. to them to be accoladed. Um there's a really any number of reasons. Mm-hmm. When they put their bronze head in, they just have one generic one because who can tell the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's a wow, horse. racist. I know, right? Well, and also they've got to start. Their records aren't very good. The the you know what the longest catch, the longest reception for a horse wide receiver is? I'm gonna say none. No yards. Right? It's not. It can't. It's not no, been done. No, can't not. Uh, there, not physically there, possible catch at catching. Can't there, catch. There was Sticky Four Hoof Malone, uh, <laughs> who played for I believe the Raiders in 1991. Mm-hmm. I want to say I was in preschool. Yeah, in 91. Um, so anyway, they would coat the horse in tar, right, and just sort of throw it real hard and hope that it would right. ad- adhere. Um, and his defensive strategy, they'd set that tar on fire, mm-hmm. and it was fucking horrible. Yeah, and yeah. also, uh, that was the year of all of the dragging deaths, so... <laughs> that was a problem. They originally tried to use peanut butter, but he was literally devoured by the other horses within mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. It, it, simply, it simply was not the same effect. Do you guys ever sometimes think, like, oh, man, I want to live in this world that we've created with our imagination together? Mm-hmm. There is nothing I find more repellent than the world of our creation. <laughs> there's no place I would rather. I would, there's no. You don't want to watch a sport where horses just sort of crash into each other like waves against, like so many waves against the, the rocky shores of the Pacific Northwest. Of all the things to replace, I'd rather replace some members of Dave Matthews' band with horses. Like that's the kind of, <laughs> that's where I'd like to see them at. Because you would look and be like, something about this band seems off. <laughs> I wonder how long it would take Dave Matthews to notice. Yeah. He would literally never notice. <laughs> you really killed it, horse violin player. Wait a minute. If he hasn't noticed if he hasn't noticed how his music sounds right now, I can't imagine he's going to notice. <laughs> he keeps forgetting to put on real pants. That should be enough. Yeah. If that horse can play a bassoon, it's not going to be an issue. He doesn't like labels. I have a question for you guys. I've been thinking of a lot lately. The fact is, I'm recently divorced. 
29-year-old woman, as I begin to prepare myself for the dating world by focusing on my wonderful traits, I can't help but dread the idea of telling future suitors that I've been married before. My friend told me to refer to him as my first husband, but I'm not sure that's the right approach. How and when do I tell the men out there that I've already walked down the aisle? That's for hoping for a re-I-do. I would stay away from the phrase first husband. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. That sounds like you're a praying mantis. Because what it sounds like to the person you say it to is, and I'm looking for a second. Yeah. Or yeah. there's nothing. You can't say previous, my previous husband. Oh, my last shit. Have you I'm heard my last shit? The next. You could say, like, <laughs> the scrub I was with before. Yeah. That, yeah. That might be good. You really got to vilify. You really got to vilify your previous suitor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want you don't want this guy to ever question like who's the better husband or where did I go wrong or, or just roll up at first day and be like it was all my fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, wait a minute. That doesn't. What that doesn't would that help? fix? What would that fix exactly? Just so I, I know. Lower the expectations. I I don't. I, okay. Once the guy's into you, I'm not sure that would be enough to like dissuade you from. Now, when you say somebody, right, when you say he's into her, yeah. I don't mean fit. I don't. I'm not clear on what you're talking put about. Putting it right in there. Putting <laughs> put, put Though it. that may be a good moment to tell the truth. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> hey, I know it's you're. I know you're busy trying to cram, but <laughs> <laughs> let me just drop some truth on you right quick. Uh, I I don't think that it. I I really don't think this would be a huge. No, Huge it's not. It's not other, like right? 1932 anymore. Like, who cares? Well, the, yeah, the tr- everybody. This is a good gate for you. That this this is a good bar. It's like a built-in bar that all of your future suitors have to clear. Because if they hear you say, "I've been married before," and they're not like mature enough to handle that information, guess mm-hmm. what? When by the time you're like 40, everybody's been married before, basically, and mm-hmm. half of them didn't work out. So right, you're not and first. First marriages never work out. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Hi, sweetie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, baby. Sorry. I I really don't think it'll be but now when do you when when do you I think you gotta go a few dates in before you drop that. Oh, definitely. No. I think you lead unless with unless it comes up organically. I think like, you lead with it. And I think you can organically do it. Like, hey, Mark. Oh, I mean, Brian. Sorry. Mark was my husband I had once. No, I mean, like, married. if they ask, like, if they're like, so have you ever been married before? Because as you said, in this day and age, it's not uncommon. Why would you ask that ever? Yeah. If you're just dating somebody, the, you're not going to mention marriage, period. But you don't think that, like, prior relationships come up when you're getting to know someone? Getting to know someone. I'm saying, like, three dates and not before. You do it right before you pork. Well, see, but this is <laughs> but this is my question. Like for reals, can you bring it up in a way that you are not biasing the decision by being like, "Hey, we need to talk." I have to tell you, I went. I, I looked up your before. records at the library, and I have a sneaking suspicion that you were once legally entangled with a mark. No, I'm saying that from from this our question asker's point of view, like how does she bring it up casually without making it a big deal? Because it's not. But I worry that by bringing it up wrong you could make it a big deal if it's your first date after you've been divorced it's a big deal dog like it's got it is and you just gotta just ram right through it and get through it and if they say oh i'm not i can't handle that then they just did you the service of bowing out 
of, of bowing out of you know getting mm-hmm. getting taking themselves out because they're not ready for you they're not ready for your heat another good thing is when the guy asks you how long have you been divorced uh, look at your watch <laughs> oh, man. you'll love that what day is it's it gonna be a good gag. Shit. hold on is this seven o'clock a.m or p.m i can't tell because i find it really hard to focus right now i just got divorced i guys girls let the past go if you're dating somebody the, why did why does it even cross your mind how they spent the days before your time together. How is it different from like having ex-boyfriends? Now I know that it is, but I'm just saying, why should it be? You know, like you were in a relationship before the relationship ended. Like everyone has that story. That's I would also, but like, aren't you going to be curious as to why it didn't work? I mean, if you're the guy, uh, you know, dating a girl who who got divorced, mm-hmm. right, how much prying into that is like acceptable? Oh like, no, I think you totally get to ask, but not for like. Six dates. You think yeah. six dates before you're allowed to say like, ah, where did, where did it go wrong? Yeah. So like, what happened? And Do you want to talk about and it? And then you think like nine dates, you can start making sort of snide remarks like, oh, I bet this is why Mark got in his Jetta and le- and yeah. just and got, then a, like, got a, went away. And then like twelve dates and you're lonely again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had a good run though. And maybe fifteen dates, you. uh you just get you get a, a little drunk on Mountain Dude, and you call both Mark and Brian, and you put them on a three-way call, and you just give them both a piece of your mind. And you suggest a three-way. And then maybe fifty-first uh, dates with Adam Sandler. Brian, tell Mark what you're doing different from what Mark did, because Mark's always asking where did he go wrong. And I like Brian better, so Brian, tell Mark what you what you're doing that's so much. I'm better just gonna cut way. out the middleman and let you two hash it out so that he can be better than you ever were. Yeah, Bye. five five for my honor. Will you two fist fight each other? <laughs> I have a I used to be married. Oh yeah, what happened? Well, I'm gonna trick you into killing my husband. <laughs> so I mean my tense is optimistic. Let's put it that way. I used to have a husband, and if you want to get lucky tonight, I'm going to need you to go to his house and burn it down or something. Just make it look like an accident. I really want this story between us. Are you a Sagittarius? Mm. You seem like a Sagittarius. This is great. This is great bisque. Thanks for taking mm. me to Fazoli's. <laughs> have you guys had Fazoli's new bisque? Yeah, the ravioli bisque. <laughs> so great. Right. You dip. You it's you, you just dip that stupid wet. Stinky ass bread up in it, and then you soak it. You, you wring it out like a squeegee, right in your mouth. And then you propose murder. And yeah. And then you just say you want if something were to happen to Brian, mm-hmm. wouldn't be completely unaroused. <laughs> Put it that way. I would not become more flaccid inside, or whatever the female equivalent of flaccidity is. My vagina is fully erect right now. Griffin, female arousal is a myth. Let's yeah. go to the money zone. <laughs> Who's this message for? Well, Michael Williams. So glad you asked, Griffin. Who's it from? Well, Sarah Bags. She says, Happy birthday to my awesome fiance who's turning the big 3 0 on September 9th. Oops. He is the greatest guy ever. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I missed it. He's the greatest guy ever, and he loves Mabam, which he introduced to me 
so on my work commute wouldn't suck. So uh, that's from Sarah to Michael, Big Mike, to his friends and co-workers. Captain Mike. Captain Mike, they call him. Mike Rofone, they call him Mike sometimes. Big Willie. Mike. Big Willie Mike style. Because his last name is Williams. Michael Mike, Williams. Mike, Mike the bike. Mike the bike. It's his big day. Hey. Boss cock. Lo- Boss cock <laughs> Michael Williams. <laughs> hey, I just gave look- that dude a nickname that he's going to have forever. <laughs> So, Michael, you have any uh, nicknames around the office? Uh, I have one. I don't really like to talk about (laughs) An internet gave it to me. An internet gave it to me. It is Boss Cock. (laughs) Like Boss Hog? Yeah, I I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what they were going for. It wasn't a good episode. The internet was a little hungover when he said it. So it probably made sense. The internet, uh, one third of the internet took some Benadryl mm. before the show because his allergies mm. were flaring up. So, so he was a little out of it when he said boss cock, I think. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you guys love beats? All the beats. Rap and beats? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you love rap? Wait, both? B-E-E-T-S? No, or no, 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 no. Not like, no, not like Killer Tofu. No. I mean like B- rap and beats. B-E-E-E-E-E-E-T-S. Beats? <laughs> yes. I want to tell you guys about the debut mixtape from our boy Jayphonic oh, Chrono shit. Grammaticist, the Jayphonic mixtape. You can get that for free at what a J deal. I know at J P H O N I C mixtape.com. That's Jayphonic Mixtape.com. You can get it for free. It's he's an alternative hip hop artist and friend of the show. It's his debut album, and it's not only ultra dope. But it's also totally, completely free. It's got some nerdy songs, got some uh, some West Coast flavor. I think is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's completely it's, sugar free. And I've heard Jayphonic uh, on the on the MIC. Yeah. He, not to be confused with the M I C H A E L B O S S C O C K W I L L I A M S. That's Michael Boscock Williams. You're thinking of. I'm talking about the M I C that you rap into. Uh, but when he puts sounds from his mouth into that thing, mm-hmm. and they go through the electronics and come into my ears, I like it. I like what happens. Um, if you want to experience some Bim Bam related Jayphonic heat, remember he did like two intros for us back in the day. Do you yeah, remember back this? In the yes, yes, I do. He did at least one outro. One I can't remember the episodes, but but he's go a, back and listen to all of them and find yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's only it, it's. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna take 120 hours, but I think it's worth it. Happy birthday, Jordan! Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday, Jay Phonic! Oh, are For we not allowed gift? to unmask? Uh, did I just like unmask just, the like, luchador? Him, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Go to jphonicmixtape.com. You might as well tell everyone that Dead Mouse's real name is Francis. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Francis, uh, what are you doing on that stage? <laughs> Ma, I'm trying to make some beats. That's not music. I Whatever happened to Rudy Valley? Ma, go home. <laughs> you look like a big old cyborg Mickey Mouse or something up there. What are you doing? Ma, I told you I'm working. That ain't a job. Get back to the diner and help your father clean up the hamburger slop. He's not well, and we're all waiting for the drop. Give it to us. Give us that high beat. That stinky drop. (laughs) 
Give us that fat, nasty bass. We're all waiting for it. We all got your grandpa's gonna die before you drop that fat bass on us. Your your cousin Skrillex would never make us wait this long for a fat, nasty drop. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Francis, my high is peaking. I'm about to come down. I got my hands in the air. I'm ready. Oh, Drop God it. Bless. Oh, God. Your father worked all day to synthesize this X. My neon glow bracelets are losing the luminosity, Francis. Oh, Francis, they're closing the JCC at 7 p.m. All these people have to get out. Just drop it. Drop the beat. Oh. <laughs> um. So, so, do you like to stick things in your penis? <laughs> How's your boss cock doing? <laughs> How's your boss cock doing? Because, boy, howdy, do I have a site for you? It's extremerestraints.com. <sighs> to be fair, it also caters to middle management cocks. <laughs> yeah, whatever kind of whatever kind of equipment you're working with down there, it has got you under control. Um, if you like enema supplies, you want to get get everything working out down there, is that part of your play? They've got it for you. Fetish clothing, you want to wrap yourself up in a latex or something? Mm-hmm. You can do that. Uh, they got sexy lingerie, too, for the ladies or the men. Who cares? Fucking machines? They've got them. We should they've got a dick on a big ball. We God bless. They've got everything. I love how got- the more we do um, uh, work with our advertising partners at Extreme Restraints, uh, the more sort of laissez-faire approach to fucking we've, we've begun to adopt. Like, just, yeah. what do you, just put that in, what do you, just do it. I don't give a fuck. It has, yeah, it has reinvented really my my um whatever my my ideas of the norm. I mm-hmm. literally do not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? You should open yourself up to some new stuff. Why not? Literally. <laughs> literally open up your orifice and put something new in there. I, I'm not joking, you guys. Every time I go to extremerestraints.com, it strikes me a lot. It must be like working. It strikes you like over a, and over again because that's the only way you can finish. Is that what you're saying to me? I also imagine that working there is like a like a sex toy Willy Wonka shop. And oh man! Oh, like golly. the world, the world of pure imagination. Come on, children! Going on in there. I've, I'm just saying that, like after a while, I've chosen it's six gotta of you. Not be so shocking that there's like a chocolate river and some some Oompa Ew, What's in there? <laughs> now it's getting weird. Now it's it's was. It started weird. It uh, started weird? If you have the coupon code MIDDLEST, you can save 20%. M-I-D-D-L-E-S-T. You can save 20% there. It's all discreet. Um, uh, and, and and try something new. You I'm willing to it. bet there's something there that, that will uh, knock your socks off. Mm-hmm. Like the th- Yeah, they have the sock knocker offer. That is it. Mm-hmm. And the did cock say, socks are knocks are offer. Did you say knock your cocks off? Because that may be a little too extreme. Get your rocks off. Get it's, your rocks off by cutting your cock off. Do they have a sister site called Extreme Extreme Restraints? Like, or just possibly <laughs> they do have mild boring restraints. Fucking seriously, guys, no joke. This, these are these restraints are pretty goddamn extreme. If you go yeah. to boring restraints, you can tie yourself up with like wet spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> 
like tissue paper promises mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then at extreme extreme restraints a man will come to your house and beat you to death <laughs> that site so that website is actually medium at extreme restraints.com extreme extreme What's restraints your... can you can find it at uh abandon all hope ye who enter here <laughs> dot com dot, oh dot net they didn't secure the dot com rights <laughs> what's your safe word I, I don't know they don't know they don't have those yeah they've got they they've got words. danger words you just say it when you want to when you just want the pain to be over Dear Brothers McElroy, help! A few months ago, I started dating this girl. She's cute and funny, but I'm just not feeling it anymore. So I think it's time to end it. <clears throat> We're not going to do it for you if that's what you're building up to. So let me cut you off there. My birthday's coming up this weekend, and she had been executing this elaborate plot of telling me one thing she likes about me each day until my birthday. Oh, oh man. Oof, you really had you couldn't keep this to yourself. You had to dump this on us and all of our listeners. Thank you. Culminating in some surprise. <clears throat> I don't know uh, if it's better to end it now or wiser to wait. Help me out here. Confusion in Kansas. You've got a surprise coming your way. So do you. You've got <laughs> You've got a right. I think that's the answer. Now every day tell her something you don't like about her. No. Right. And build no. up to a surprise of I, your own. I, I haven't been surprised by anything in probably 14 years. Um, probably since I got a PlayStation for Christmas and I didn't think I was going to get one. Uh, yeah. So so to have a genuine surprise in your life, you gotta, you got to play that out. Yeah. It's a bad – because what if she will never tell you? And then it'll oh. just haunt you forever. Like, what? so what was it? Oh, I – I can't say. Mm. It'd be too hard. But what if the surprise is like, I got your name tattooed on me, oh, well, or like, ooh. I, I, I bought you this car. Mm. Oh, I well, that's, that's no, okay. that one doesn't bother you as much. Not so much. I, 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 this is what we call in the biz a bad beat. Mm. And if you end it now, it's just gonna be rough. Yeah, and it's not gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be bad, but I don't think it makes you the bad guy. Yeah, don't push the river here. You gotta get out if you got the opportunity. Um, you gotta fold. It, you gotta fold them, and don't you chase. You gotta the, know when to hold them. Don't chase that rainbow, Travis. If you finish that phrase, I'll. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> know when to walk. I'm trying to stop. Yeah, it's real Please easy. Don't. Um, can I also just give another suggestion? And it's actually more of an exclamation or. Perhaps an interrogative. Why are you breaking up with this girl? She sounds super sweet. Yeah, she sounds really sweet. It sounds like a real nice thing that she's doing. Yeah, I think she's probably pretty great. I would stick with it. At least so you find out what the surprise is. And if the surprise sucks, end it because of that and let her know that's why. Sometimes, listen, I'm breaking it down for you. Sometimes if you're with somebody for long enough, even if you don't uh, like them at first and you spend a lot of time with them, then eventually, down the road, you might find that you care about him, or at least um, that's what I keep telling my wife. Oh, so Justin. I'm hoping that things are going, she'll. Bringing it down, we were having some goofs, we were making some laughs, and now they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, yeah, I, I, can we, every time I mean, we do an episode, can we say one nice thing about each other? Just something sweet. Like Justin, your ceviche is the best ceviche I've I've had, and Travis, never the hand, that. the the muscles in your hands are like really big. Thank I've you. Never made ceviche. For you. 
I don't know why you would say things like that. You have made ceviche for me before. It's really good. I have not. I have not made ceviche. You made for me you ceviche before, shrimp but... once. I did not make you ceviche shrimp once, but thank you. You made. I fucking I... ate ceviche. If they were those just raw shrimp, I was eating out of your refrigerator. Did I tell you guys about the text that I got from Dad? I got a text from Dad. Uh, this is like three weeks ago. It was maybe eight p.m. on a Saturday night, and I get a text from my uh, from our our shared dad that says. Try ceviche. <laughs> just <laughs> apropos of nothing. Matt Clint's just like, hey, try ceviche. All right, Dad. <laughs> like I'm now, you putting it off. I was thinking you putting it off. This has gone far enough. I try imagine, ceviche. Do you think our dad? Do you think he confused like his text message app and his notes app? He's like, oh, I gotta send this. I'm gonna forget this. Gotta put it in the cloud. Oh fuck, that's good. Oh man, I'm just so you guys know. Our, of course, our um, our our listening audience won't be able to enjoy this, but just so you guys know, I'm not fucking with you. I'm gonna send you a a, a screen cap that I just took. Uh, here are the things that my dad texted me about. <clears throat> One premiere dates for shows that we both enjoy. This can be helpful sometimes, so I appreciate that. Two. And I don't know if you guys get these too. I don't know if you guys are on this mailing list. But when somebody dies, like uh-huh. a celebrity dies, oh yeah, I always get a text message from dad. And it's always very it's 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 nice that he's almost the emotional pace car for these kinds of things because he lets you know that um, uh, he lets you know that yes, this person did just die. But it's cool to uh, to drop a goof in here. For instance, August twentieth, twenty twelve, and somewhere Fang is crying. What was that? Uh-huh. That's a, that was a reference to I think uh, Carol Channing dying, maybe or the Phyllis Diller dying. Mm. It was the reference to Carol Channing killing Phyllis Diller. <clears throat> um, explain to me about hashtags on Twitter. <laughs> oh, how about this? Oh, this is a classic, Jim. He's moving on up. Oh, yeah, that was when Mr. Jefferson died. Priceless, priceless, priceless. So good. <laughs> Dad doesn't text me. Um. <laughs> Must be lovely to have a kind of close relationship with your father. Actually, I got a text about that. Said I'm not texting Trav anymore. He just keeps texting me and calling me Travis Snow, and I don't know why. July third, twenty twelve. I hope Aunt B had him a big old pie waiting. Yeah. that's when Andy Griffith died. Mm-hmm. I got Thanks, this one Dad. August tenth. Big thumbs up on new pizza place. <laughs> that's that, that's not somebody dying. No, but it was really random. But we food- had not spoken about a pizza place prior to that. I don't even know what pizza place he was talking about. Here's here's another one, and this is I do not know where he was when he said this. He was going on vacation, but this is the exact text I got from our dad. We finally got here, and Richard Gear can blow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it, it, that was from his shitty vacation in Rodan. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about this, Jim? Oh, can we do this every week? This is so great. French French steward on Community, brilliant. <laughs> That says, here's one, July 17th. We lost Donald Sobel. That is, of course, Donald Sobel, author of Encyclopedia Brown books. <laughs> oh, man. After his ha- after his vacation, we are home. Don't get the tuna. <laughs> what tuna? <laughs> what place? Hey, Dad. You have to help I me love more you than very that. Much. Um, Don't have the tuna down. and do try ceviche. <laughs> oh, Dad, oh, you're man. the best. Thanks, Dad. Dad. I love you so much. Your text light up my life. 
He's not a man. These texts, us reading them out They're loud, the poorest representation. They are. They make him sound completely ever. incompetent. When he's, he's actually, a, he's a very, very smart uh, man. Uh, I just don't think he understands the, the medium. Much like I don't think anybody over the age of, ah, 43 dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I'm 31, so I'm going to have to lower that bar to like 30. Because I don't get it either. I don't understand what these the, these kids are talking about. With emojis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. You know what emoji, you know what, I'm going to tell you. A truth. Do you guys know what emojis are? No. Emojis are like the little <clears throat> icons that are all like all Japanese phones support them, and more phones are starting to support them here. But they're they're basically icons that are like emoticons, but they're actually like little pictures that you can use to convey emotion as part of your text. Um, so they're high. They are highbrow emoticons. Mm-hmm. They're highbrow, highfalutin emoticons. They're next-gen um, emoticons. Okay. They're next-gen emoticons. They're called emojis. And uh, true story, for about three months after I first heard the term, I thought it was a fun slang for emotions. Like, <laughs> I feel some powerful oh emojis, you guys. Uh, guys, I feel so many emojis right now. <laughs> so I'd like to try to repurpose that for that mm-hmm. purpose. Could we maybe Work get uh, could, could we maybe get Destiny's Child together to do a... A, re- a remake of their song Emotions. What the fuck is what? It, how is that? Ugh. What about? Ah, fuck. Also, side Ugh. note, Griffin. There's no way that's what's bringing back Destiny's Child. So just yeah, yeah. You're gonna you have to write a much bigger check. Than well, one of them's dead, right? Uh, no, nope, nope. Oh, Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce is dead because she has been reborn. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for uh, coming and enjoying our program again uh i don't know what continually draws you in uh it's definitely not our pronunciations of simple words <laughs> like <laughs> like continually uh i want to encourage you to follow us on twitter at mbmbam subscribe rate the show etc um <clears throat> we have a mailing address now it's justin mcelroy or mbmbam uh p.o box 54 huntington west virginia 25706. Uh, I only received one thing this week. It's from Paul in Austin. Uh, there's a note handwritten in what appears to be crayon. Oh, this is going well. It, yeah, it says, please accept this humble offering of 20 fine images of the great Nicolas Cage printed on only the finest computer paper money can buy. Sincerely, Paul in Austin. And, and when you open the envelope, there are, in fact, 20, I would say, uh, stamp-sized pictures of uh, Nicolas Cage oh, that have been printed Excellent. out. Yeah, I mean, it's a real. It was a really good thing to get in the mail. So that is paying off in dividend, paying paying dividends. Uh, can you send? If you uh, want to mail us something? Can you forward those to me? Yeah, I'll I just, need. I'll I need them for a, a completely innocent and healthy purpose. <laughs> uh, you can also tweet about the show uh, with the MBMBAM uh, hashtag. Uh, let's see who's been who's been tweeting this week, guys. I, I tweeted some stuff. Who tweeted? <laughs> <laughs> this is our new segment. Who tweeted? Ah, fuck! Uh, I just went to tweeter.com, which is not what the website's oh, called. No, one of them is, of course, Tony Award-winning composer Lin Manuel Miranda. He's fantastic. Oh no, himself. not a big deal just, at all. No big, no big whoop. He just enjoys the program. No big deal. Um, How long before? Uh, how long before you think we become his muse and we have Mabim Bam the musical finally? Oh, finally. 
we the people demand it. Uh, Rocky Horror, uh, our own personal favorite uh, DJ, is halfway through NBA a mixtape three, where our thoughts, our feelings, our dreams are mixed with the the, the beats of today. So can't wait for that. I uh, hope he'll bring the drop. Uh, Ang- Angry Kangaroo, uh, Jeff Hort, uh, Abigail McCauley, Black Stormy 129, Substitute, Fat Bobalot, Helen Amazing Love, Actuary, I Am Feminista. Everybody, thank you so much for tweeting about our program. It means a lot to us. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song instead of Parcher off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Um, it's a it's a good you know what it is it reminds me of the classic rock that like i used to listen to uh when i was when i was a kid when i was coming up you know what i mean like before Mm -hmm. just before all the uh, all the violence and like uh, very sexual and sometimes there were drugs that like in the song like it talks about it and the kids do them anyway Mm -hmm. thanks thanks and uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Griffin has one more Yahoo answer for us to think about. And, of course, as always, we'll return to answer it next week. Yeah. But we're, but we're just going to ponder it in the days to come. Um, this final Yahoo answer was uh, sent in by Nicole Thompson. Thank you, Nicole. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bunny, who asks, who asks, how can I break my wrist fast at home? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. He's been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Oh, on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.